0: Welcome to the Project Goddess podcast. Project Goddess is all about harnessing the power of your feminine energy to step into the radiant, confident, healthy, and self-assured woman you were born to be.
1: I'm your co-host, mind and body health coach, Sherry James. And I'm your other co-host, intuitive Reiki master, Nicole Kazi. We talk spirituality, self-worth, health, energy, and love. Hello and welcome. We have a super
0: special guest today, Keely McLean, and we're so excited to hear her talk about Five tools to fuel your high vibes. The importance of cor- incorporating various tools to aid in your high vibe. Keely is the creator and owner of Empowered Mala and Empowered Goddess Coaching. She lives in Orange County and loves making malas, going to yoga, and doing meditation. So, welcome, Keely. Thank you so
2: much for having me, you guys. Yes, Yes,
0: we are so excited. And of course, anything talking about high vibes is right up our alley. (laughs) And this is Mm -hmm. so important for everybody to know. So this is a super important and super fun topic. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you.
2: Yeah. So I sort of started out on my my own, like self-transformation, I would say about eight or nine months ago. And when I was going through the process of, you know, sort of, clearing my personal limiting beliefs and areas and issues that I had my, you know, issues with, like we all do. Um, I, I sort of needed a toolkit is what I sort of ended up calling it in order to keep my vibes high. Right. Because we're not perfect. We can be vibing high and then just crash and burn real quick, um, depending on what's going on in our lives. So, for me, what was really important on my transformation, you know, to continue the high vibes and elevate them even more was sort of getting a toolkit in place. So, you know, for me, the whole transformation process, um, that is really what aided in my ability to maintain it, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, and sort of like through that process, I discovered entrepreneurship and left my corporate job. So it sort of turned into an awesome, um, experience for me. So my businesses really are to support women going through the exact same thing. So whether that's, you know, you're leaving a job or leaving a relationship or whatever it might be to get you, um, towards your desired life. That's really what my, I guess my calling is to do at this point. So, um, the spiritual toolkit, I like to call it, or the five tools that you can use to keep your, vibes high, uh, they vary in different aspects and you can use them in different ways, which I think is what's really important. Um, these are what personally works best for me, but I think just incorporating different, um, areas in your life that can support you when, when you're moving through, you know, those tough times are, is really important. Um, So I guess I'll just dive in. And the first one that I like to use the most and actually aids me the most would be meditation. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people have a hard time with meditation. I also had a very hard time with meditation at first, like just sitting there. My mind would race all over the place. Right? Um, You know, it's not the easiest thing to do for sure. So I think the most important thing with meditation, especially if you're just starting out, is even if it's two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you can do to try to cultivate, you know, that stillness of mind, um, turning inwards and looking at self, it really helps in your ability to increase your self-awareness, uh, which is really the first step in making any type of transformation is being aware of it. So meditation really helps you into understanding, you know, sort of what's going on inside of me and what can I do to sort of like calm it down. So like the breathing, the deep breaths and meditation can really help you just calm your body down and calm your mind down, um, to sort of get you into a state of, I would say the most, most than anything calm, but also a way to sort of like set an intention for yourself. So if you're trying to, let's use an example, like, cultivate more abundance in your life, whatever that might look like a really great way to start cultivating that. Like at the start of your day is doing a meditation and that can either be like, I love going on YouTube and finding different like abundance meditations that just speak to me. Um, and then I'll listen to that meditation and it sort of gets me in a mental mind state throughout my day to be focusing on, you know, how can I cultivate and draw in the abundance that I'm looking for in my life that are supporting my overall high vibes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like meditation for me, especially in that way, um, has been extremely beneficial and I find myself when I'm getting a little bit low vibe, I'm like, I need to meditate. I haven't meditated in a while. And then it's like a real quick turnaround for me. That's why I really like it is it really quickly allows me to refocus um, and re-energize those high vibes that I'm trying to cultivate in my life. So for sure, you know, meditation really, I think helps a lot, but it's so important just to do it but don't, you know, freak out and be like, I need to sit still for 30 minutes. Cause I think that stops a lot of people from trying it in the first place, but it really starts slow. Everyone feels like they can't do it <laughs> at the start. I think it's a really common feeling of this is really hard. How do I quiet my mind? So, uh, just know that's normal and just trying it is getting you one step closer to eventually being able to do it. So, yeah, that's my guidance—at least with meditation. Um, yeah, another, you know, and um, another area that I've obviously fallen in love with is malas and crystals. So, you know, I know a lot of people don't a hundred percent know what malas are, but mala beads basically are one hundred and eight beads. They're used in meditation and mantras. Um, they're made out of gemstones, and they really help you ground your intention. So. Mm-hmm. For example, let's say, and same with crystals. So crystals and malas, to me, I use hand in hand um, whenever I meditate because I personally don't use mantras, but when I meditate, I'll always meditate usually with a mala in one hand and a crystal in another hand. Um, And then typically what I do when I'm moving throughout my day, especially when I was still working at my corporate job you know, it was very high stress. There's a lot of negative energy around me and the energy that surrounds you can really affect your vibes and really like bring you down even when you're trying to cultivate that higher vibration. So for me, being able to like look down and physically touch, you know, a reminder of my intention, was tremendously beneficial when I was in a state of negativity or a state of lower vibration um, it helped me ground back into okay what am I trying to cultivate even there even though there's stuff going on around me that I have no control over at the end of the day I can control you know like my vibration how I allow that energy into my space so being able to look back or touch or, you know, feel like my Mala and feel, okay, this is what I'm, let's, we'll go with abundance. I'm trying to cultivate this abundance, this gratefulness, this feeling of there's so much in life that's, you know, being brought to me. That's amazing. But this negativity is making it hard for me to see that. So my mala would be something that I could, you know, physically touch and look at. And it would just immediately bring me back to my intention and bring me back to what I'm trying to ground and change and shift in my life. So, um, that's one great thing is like meditating with a mala or crystal. And then as you move throughout your day, being able to easily get back to that meditative state that you started with at the beginning of your day. Um, because, you know, unfortunately life's not perfect. Just kidding. It's fortunate because all the bad stuff that happens, usually you learn a lot from any sort of negative situation that you encounter. At least that's been my experience. So um being able to not let it throw you off track is really important. And that's one way that like malls and crystals, like that physical grounding of my intention was extremely beneficial overall. Um for sure. Yeah. I think uh, both Nicole and I completely
0: agree with you. Meditation is, <laughs> is highly important and you're totally right. Most people are scared by it, but just starting out and having something like a mala or a crystal to kind of bring that intention, bring that focus, definitely can really help people.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And so another area that I really love and I'm not the best. At, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not the best at this area of the high vibe. It's, this is, this is one that like I personally need to work on the most, but it's, um, food. So actually, you know, foods carry different vibrations. So you can be eating like leafy greens and, you know, fresh juices and things like that are going to, you know, help you maintain or increase that high vibration that you're after. Uh, for me, me personally that's the first thing that goes when i'm stressed out. So when i get stressed or overwhelmed like that's when i'm drawn to you know those salty bad foods for me. So that's one oh, of those yeah. areas that you know what i mean like yeah. when you're you're just you know you get hit off you know whatever platform you're trying to succeed on and then you just end up in a space of i need something quick to for a fix. So being able to consciously be aware of like foods do have vibrations. They can make you feel really amazing. Cause I don't feel, I feel the most amazing after like I've gone to a hot yoga class and then I drink a green juice Like I'm lit up from the inside out, you know, so it's just being, you know, not letting the stress get to you and being aware that like, no, the food really can help. It really makes a difference if I go to McDonald's versus nectar and I get a green juice versus a burger, you know it makes a massive difference in your overall energy and your overall vibration. Um, So it's a really good tool, a quick, easy tool to use. Like you can have almonds on hand or carrots or something on hand so that when you get in that space of, you know, craving, you can draw on something really quick to help keep your, turn that vibe back up, basically.
0: For sure. Couldn't agree with that more. I mean, nutrition, obviously being a nutritionist, I know that (laughs) it's So highly important. Not only for your, your just health, but your for your vibrations. You're so totally right. I love this.
2: Yeah. So um I know it's why it's a toolkit. It's not one thing. Yeah. You need so many. I love different... that you
0: call it a toolkit. I think that's so cool.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I kind of touched on this one already, but moving into the next or one of the bigger areas is, you know, physical movement. Um, mm-hmm. yoga. You know, a lot of people, same with meditation, are are afraid of yoga. And I get it. I'm probably the least flexible person (laughs) of all time. And so I've like water polo in college. So I'm, you know, I'm not built for flexibility. I'm built for like muscle, I guess. So I am, I go, I try to go to yoga pretty consistently, but I am not at all one of those bendy, flexy people. Like I'm the girl in the back that's, you know, can't touch her toes. So oh it's honey. not about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I, I think it's really important to remember that it's not about, um, you know, how well can I do this pose or how flexible am I or am I wearing the right Lululemons. I think that's a <laughs> lot of um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of like yoga consumerism, yes. and that has nothing to do with the actual practice. Um, I went to a really great class where literally all the lights went out right before the class even started, you know, and everyone's kind of freaking out. Like I can't see myself. And the teacher did a phenomenal job of bringing it back to, okay, you can't see yourself. This is amazing. Don't judge that person. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge anyone. Just like focus in what's your body here to do today. What can it do? you know, push yourself, don't be afraid of failing. Cause that's another thing. Like you don't go for the headstand because you don't want to fail. Right. So being able to, to like draw it back in and know the point of yoga, like the breathing practice of yoga, it goes really in line with meditation. So being able to take in those deep breaths, like breathe in high vibration and exhale negative vibration. Like that is a really beautiful way To get your body involved in the movement. Because for me, with my transformation process, one of the biggest changers was when I got to a phase of embodiment. So when I was like physically feeling a high vibration moving, you know, throughout my entire body, um, and yoga really helped me like take it to that level of embodiment, feeling the energy flowing through my body. Um, and I think the reason why yoga does it really, really well is because that's one of the focuses, right? Like they focus and they enhance that meditation, that breathing, that body movement, and that flow that you're trying to get from your high vibration in the first place. So it's a really, really awesome way to support it. But, you know, don't get all. Oh my God, I can't possibly do those moves. I can't do those moves either, but I still show up and try. So, you know, it's still what, what you put in is what you get out. And sometimes like physical movement, if I can't go to yoga, walking outside and being in nature is just like the sunlight is a really beautiful way to draw in to your body and feel inside of your body that high vibration and like raise that vibration. You know, I don't know about you guys like but when I'm have my jams on and listening to Taylor Swift and walking with the sunlight on my face, I feel amazing afterwards, you know? You're just you feel lit up from the inside out. So, if it's not yoga, I get it. Everyone has like I said, these are for me personally what's worked a lot in a lot of women that I've worked with, but however it works for you being able to embody that high vibration through physical movement. Like it could be, you know, those awesome, um, not stripper classes, but you know what I mean? Like the, pole oh, dance yeah. classes, uh-huh. right, right. right, Like yeah. I think that that would totally help you embody like your femininity and like your sexuality and like a lot of amazing aspects that, you know, we don't embody every single day. So There's a lot of different movements that you can do to bring that in. And it's really whatever works best for you. But yoga, because it ties in so much to awareness, self-connection, you know, connection to each other, connection to the earth, to the universe, all of that, it all ties into that high vibration as a whole. So, you know, if you haven't done it, I highly recommend trying it, but you know, I'm sure most people have, but don't get all caught up in the commercialism around yoga.
0: For sure. Uh, amazing points, Keely. Like these are phenomenal. I love, I want to try yoga in the dark. That just sounds so
1: powerful.
2: Yeah. It was one of those universe. Thank you moments, right. Mm-hmm. Where the teacher was like, all right, we've been given a, we've been dealt a card and it was honestly the best yoga class I'd ever been to. Um, they do a lot of like candlelight yoga classes too. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, really calms you. And even, um, I really like to try to go to restorative yoga as well where, you know, when you're stretching out your body, cause it's really important to work your body, but also love it, stretch mm-hmm. it, you know, make sure you're giving it what it needs and not trying to go for the headstand. If you can't do the headstand, you're going to hurt yourself. You know, don't let fear stop you, but don't feel like you have to push yourself so far that you end up not wanting to go back cause it was too much all at once. You know, it is a practice, so it takes time. Your body's going to be different. Every single day you go in, you could do one pose the day before you can't do the next day and that's okay. Um, it's just about showing up for yourself and showing up on your mat just to ground in and feel that embodiment throughout you. Yeah.
0: I, so this is interesting cause years ago mm-hmm. I was never able to do yoga. Um, from, from a mental standpoint, I was like, oh, it's too yeah. boring. It's too slow. I can't do this. So if you're there, from, mm-hmm. at, at least from my experience, it's not that you'll never love yoga or to just shut it out completely because it was after I started doing the inner work and mm-hmm. in understanding awareness and grounding and working within that I actually learned to really love yoga when I looked at it for what it really is versus a workout. And the consumerism like you talk about. So I think it's so powerful. And like you said, it might not be for you, but um, once you start doing the inner work, you might find
2: yourself more drawn to it. Totally agree. Yeah. When I first started, I mean, I've been doing yoga on and off for probably 10 years. And Mm -hmm. yeah, but when you go, I've I've talked to some people that are like, I want to work out. I want to work out. And that's where I was at. And I mean, it is a workout. If you actually listen to what they're telling you to do oh, and like, for sure. ground into it. Um, but it's not a workout in a traditional sense, you know, like how many right. reps can I hit? Can I max on weight? Um, right. think, you know, you're so right. It's really about if you're able to turn and look inward, um, it really changes the whole thing because there's something beautiful, like especially about Bikram yoga, holding a pose for 60 seconds and just. You know, we are filled in a market space that's like, go, 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 go. What can I get really, really fast? And being able to do the opposite and push yourself to hold and stay for 60 seconds is really challenging um, mentally, physically, spiritually, like all of the above. Um, and it is that ability to look at it, it from a positive perspective instead of like, I don't have time for this, and go through your laundry list of like to do's <laughs> for the day. Uh, Because that's uh, what a lot of people do, you know, but it's, if you get to a space where you're really just thanking your body, you know, like taking time to slow down and reconnect with self, then it's a really beautiful practice to cultivate. Absolutely. I'm loving this. What's next? Okay. Last, but definitely not least, um, is journaling. And I say journaling, not in a way of like, let me write down what I did today. Right. Um, <laughs> obviously if you want to do that, super cool, but journaling more is a way to get rid of and purge any ne- negativity or limiting beliefs that come up. So one of the biggest issues that I've seen my clients have is having the negativity and not knowing what to do with it. Right. They just sit yeah. and like, why? When I get rid of it, why am I just sitting here and it's just absorbing me? And I think that I'm fat and I'm ugly, and you know, whatever our woman false stories that we tell ourselves, <laughs> right? Those limiting beliefs that constantly come up. So I like to think of it like, especially in the work that I do, is the limiting belief what you're first doing is you are like unrooting it. It's like a weed in your body, right? You are pulling it out from the roots and deleting it and throwing it away, right? Um, And you're going to, I like to say, plant a nice little Lotus and you're going to blossom that. And that's like your high vibe and your positivity, right? So I love that. Do that though, you know, when you do that, we're not perfect. You're not supposed to be perfect. The negative limiting beliefs, you'll get re triggered by something, you know, you won't know or see it coming, but you might be triggered by a situation. And this was one of the hardest things that I had to deal with when I went through my transformation was like the after. And well, I can't have a negative belief. Now I have a limiting belief. And now, you know, like you go in this really negative spiral, Um, so journaling, like you're going to have the negative feelings, they're going to come up, you're going to get triggered and you're not perfect. So what can you do to release those feelings and not let them take you off track? That's, what's really important. So journaling does that for me, right? Like if I start having those negative feelings come up, I write them out and you just let it be a conscious stream, like let it flow if it's, you know, I can't do this, I can't become an entrepreneur because of this, 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 I'm not going to have money, whatever it is that's coming up for you, let it all out. Do not try to smother it with happy thoughts. Like Mm -hmm. they're coming up for a reason. You need to let them out. So I journal it all out. And then once my like stream of consciousness stops, um, I literally take the piece of paper, I rip it up and I burn it and I just do a little mantra and I say, you know, these feelings are not my truth. This is not who I am. These are not serving me. I just had a moment. And the reason why I had a moment was because I was triggered by this. And if you can identify what triggers you, it helps you into like take power away from that trigger. Um, so it doesn't keep re-triggering you. Uh, that's usually what I like to do. And then I literally burn it And I'm like, all right. And then I go do, you know, one of the other things to support the high vibe. But I think it's super important to note that you're going to have negativity come up. We're all human beings. We all get triggered. We are not perfect. So how can you release it? And journaling for me has been like the number one thing to release that negativity and just like, let it go. I accept you. I acknowledge you. Thank you. You are not like you aren't serving me. Goodbye. And that's what I do. I just like move it through. And I'm like, all right, back to my high vibes. So that's sort of, you know, I think it's important. Everyone's very woo woo and only focuses on the positivity a lot of the times, which you have to do for sure. But let's be real. We're not perfect. It's going to be negativity. Mm-hmm. So how do I counteract that negativity and let it go?
0: Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. This uh, Nicole, do you have anything to add?
1: Yeah, I was just going to add about the journaling that a majority of the time when I start journaling, um, it's a lot to do with negative feelings, obviously. Yeah. And I realize that what I start writing about first is never the actual issue it's exactly oh, what yeah. I said. it's a trigger and it wasn't in my awareness until i started journaling for a few minutes or however long you know um, and really broke through in my and in, down into myself and figured out what the heck was actually wrong you know so yeah. i think that journaling is so powerful in helping uncover those triggers um, even yeah. when we know that what they are and that we're semi aware of them it's like journaling really helps me to remember oh that's just that trigger that's fine you know it's nothing oh yeah
2: absolutely and when I find myself too doing like the more aware I I am of myself I like journal and I talk myself out of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know if you guys do that but like oh yeah start negative right and I'm like all these negative beliefs and then I'm like well wait wait. that's not actually true what's going on is this and it's happening because of this Oh yeah, Okay, because that's not my truth. This is my truth. And then you do like a f- full circle and you can, you actually can take the negative as you let out the negative and spiral it back up into the positive.
1: I feel like there's always a positive for a negative. So I totally. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, Kaylee, you are
0: full of amazing amazing tips and i can't even imagine what more stuff you have in in your (laughs) high vibe toolkit if if people wanted to reach out to you or find you where could they do that
2: yeah absolutely so um, instagram and facebook i'm on there for empowered mala and empowered goddess um and then for my mala beads that i hand make those are all available through my etsy site as well
0: yes i saw those and they are absolutely beautiful
2: Thank you. I know I love making them. It's such a creative release for me. So love it. Um,
1: Nicole, do you have any more? Um, What can we do to help you, Keely, our audience, Sherry and I, what can we do to really help you um, in your business?
2: I mean, honestly, like any sharing, getting the word out, I really feel like my purpose is to empower and help women in any way that I can. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm just starting out and I'm really looking to help as many people as possible. Um, so love, you know, conversations about it, love anything about it. So any support, following, recommending, I mean, anything would be amazing. Just, you know, I think women supporting women and empowering women and lifting each other up is one of the most beautiful things we can do for each other. So mm-hmm. I think the sisterhood and support is just incredible. So, yeah. Well, you
0: got it, Keely. We'll do that. Thanks, lady. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much um, for being on our show. I absolutely loved everything you had to say. There were so many wisdom bombs is, Nicole likes to call them throughout this episode. And even if you just take away a couple of them, you're going to be able to raise your vi- vibration and feel so much better.
2: Absolutely. Yes.
0: Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. And we will be back with you next time. Thank you, ladies.